When Francisco Soto goes for a run, he lets his mind wander. It's my time to meditate. I will run with no music, nothing. It's like, just run and run and run. Running gives him the physical and creative energy to go back to his studio. So I remember I finished running and I had to go back and start writing ideas. And I think that to me is a way to kind of really start thinking. It's really kind of creative endeavor even. Professor Soto says athletes and artists have a lot in common. They do what they love and they put in the hours. Teaching two classes, I didn't have enough time in my studio. I would become at five in the morning. So I work from five to 10 and then go teach and come back to the studio. Coming at five in the morning is no fun. It's no fun at all. But that greed, uh, and that's what it takes to succeed. Like many athletes, Professor Soto grappled with injury. It was a struggle that changed the course of his career. That's coming up on this edition of Faculty 101. Okay, you should switch partners now. To be able to inspire young people. Pays <laughs> your finals. It's really rewarding. I love the students. Welcome to Faculty 101, life hacks and success stories from Nebraska faculty. We start with orientation. Who is Francisco Soto? I, I do, you know, curating there, and I do the drawing here. Much. We sit down to talk in Professor Soto's yeah. art studio on the University of Nebraska-Lincoln campus. Well. As a professor, he's dedicated to sharing what he knows without holding back and meeting students where they are in the creative process. Everything that I know, students will know. I share everything, uh, and I bring them to my studio, and I show the techniques. So I think that's, to me, that kind of share knowledge is a really important feel, you know, thing for me because it, that, that does two things for me. It gets me excited about sharing the knowledge, and also I will tell them that I'm not going to put ideas into them. I want them to bring their ideas. I'm going to give the vehicle for them to shine in whatever they're interested on. Hey, Francisco. What have I been working on? So I've been working on this plate. When graduate student Nicholas Sheldon seeks Francisco's advice on a printmaking project, you can hear the way the professor works with students, offering encouragement, coaching, and patience. But I like what's happening so far. Nick Sheldon came to Nebraska from Oregon, and faculty was a big draw, especially UNL professors Karen Kuntz and Francisco Soto. I picked Nebraska for the faculty, first and foremost, and then for funding second. Um, the faculty means so much to this uh, process, and having Karen Kuntz and Francisco Soto, it was everything that I'd hoped for. Professor Soto is cutting back on his teaching duties to take over as director of the School of Art, Art History and Design. At a reception celebrating the history of painting faculty at the university, Soto greets donors, faculty and students, and members of the art community. Yes. Hi, Dundee. Greet you. How are you? Good, Good to see you. you. Thanks for inviting He sees his new role as a chance to improve facilities and equipment and promote growth. I mean, the School of Art, Art History and Design is a great team, and I'm talking about faculty and staff and students. Uh, I think one of my projects are pretty much straightforward. It's like, you know, create that kind of excellence and really kind of get the ethos of the school to permeate throughout the university. We have a great support from open administration. We have a great support from the, from the college. I think uh, we need to think about creativity as a driving force for change. And I think that will eventually educate the future leaders and future creative leaders for a greater community. Next, lab work a deep dive into Francisco Soto's creative activity. 
He started as a printmaker. Printmaking chose me rather than me choosing printmaking in the sense that I like the hands-on notion of the, of the process. And since I grew up making things, you know, it became pretty natural to me that, you know, this is the process that I want to follow through. Professor Soto used a 17th century technique called mezzotint. You get a piece of copper and you have to roughen it by hand. And then you take these tools, the scraper or the burnisher, and then you start kind of polishing the metal. It's labor intensive, but the result is astonishing. Prints look almost like photographs with gradations of tone from rich velvety blacks to soft or glowing whites. One of the prints is a self-portrait of Francisco at work. This is the same principle. This is the, the image that you know, I got injured with. So it took me six months from the beginning all the way through the end. By the time the print was finished, so was Professor Soto's arm and shoulder. So the process you know, is so intense physically and muscular that I got rotator cuff. So at some point I got a rotator cuff, tendonitis, carpal tunnel, rota um, tennis elbow, and golf elbow. So at some point this, this right hand couldn't hold even a toothbrush. Physical therapy helped him return to normal, but he decided to turn his efforts to drawings. At first, it was difficult and a little scary. Uh, so I did a series of drawings, uh, which I call catharsis drawings. So I put pieces of paper on the wall and we started splashing paint, like literally kind of relieving that kind of emotional distress. Eventually, Professor Soto turned to graphite drawings, and a new passion was born. He uses pencils that are sharpened until the tip is almost like a nail. Making the drawings is a painstaking process, creating shades and highlights, details that make the drawing come to life. He wears a magnifying headset so that he can work as closely as possible to the paper, and then pull back to see the big picture. It's constantly in and out, in and out, in and out. Mm -hmm. So you are, I'm working with a four inches focal length, you know, really close to the paper, if I had to pull out and then, you know, it's all constant adjusting of the, 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 the length of the focus. His show, Poetics of Recognition, is a love story to the prairies and big skies of the Midwest. A year later, Professor Soto started working on a series of drawings that would become a memory in peril a show dedicated to his home country of Venezuela. I don't live there anymore, but I, the, the country that I used to live is in my memory because the country now is a country that I don't recognize anymore because of social and political, you know, changes and so on. That body of work was a really difficult to make uh, because, you know, once again, I was kind of reliving the memories of a beautiful country that no, no longer exists. And that was particularly hard because the work that I was doing, that I was making, was really hard. People starving, tear gas, protests. But that's not the country that I used to live in. So it was like, you know, like mixed emotion in a sense. But it was an important work to make because I think if I don't say those things, I think it was my, it was my duty you know, in many sense to kind of present that. Time for office hours. How did Francisco Soto get here? He grew up in the shadow of the Andes Mountains. So my father uh, is a maker. 
What, what I mean by that is that he makes cheese and prosciutto, I have a winery. He says growing up on a farm enhanced his creativity. You have to kind of entertain yourself. I mean, you can build things. I think that way of thinking is really important nowadays more than ever, because nowadays people want to be entertained 24-7. I think that's not the right approach. He married his high school sweetheart, and the couple studied in the United States, landing in Nebraska when Professor Soto was recruited by UNL printmaker Karen Kuntz. They hadn't planned on staying forever, but... Oh, I love Nebraska. Um, I remember when we moved uh, here in Lincoln 14 years ago, my wife and I, we were joking, said, well, we go to Nebraska for a couple of years, we put, maybe we get tenure and then we keep moving on. But then, you know, the longer we stay, the more people that we know, we get to know the community. Now we are part of the community. We have a family. They go to Lincoln Public Schools. We love the school, Gracer, you know, like, uh, so before you know it, you know, the, the notion of moving became obsolete. So, and we love being part of it. So I think that's what kept us here and we're here for good. Now it's time for a pop quiz. Random questions, life hacks, and wisdom for all of us. Why is art important? Art will make you aware of your surrounding, will make, or, will make you sensitive of different cultures. I think art is, is the universal language. I think if we all talk that language, we should get along easier. What advice would you have to parents to encourage creativity in a child? That I seems like it would be so obvious, right. but I guess it's but not. But I think, you know, to make it really simple, let the kid be bored. Don't entertain them 24-7. Let them be bored. It's good to be bored. Because when you're bored, things start to happen. What can adults do to bring art or creativity into their lives? Uh, I mean, the easy way would be to, you know, to go to the Sheldon or go to galleries. But the basic parameter at this point is like, if you enjoy it and you experience it, that's a good beginning. It's pretty much like food. If you don't like Indian food, you don't have to explain why you don't like Indian No, I'd rather do Mexican. Fine, I will take the same with art. It's like, you like this, you don't like that, you have figuration, you don't like figuration, you like abstraction. Doesn't matter, it's about you indulging yourself more than anything. There is no manuals to enjoy art. You enjoy it because you are a human being. Can you see yourself in another career? In a parallel universe, would you be something oh, else? I would, you know what I would have loved? Being a surgeon. What if I have the hands that could save somebody's life? Wouldn't that be great? And at last, it's graduation day. Final thoughts from Francisco Soto. Over the years, Professor Soto has taken students on study abroad trips to Italy. He loves to introduce students to another culture, and open their eyes to a world beyond their own. He wants students to embrace new experiences, the way he was able to look at life anew following his injury. I'm not glad that an injury happened, but that injury allowed me to see the world differently. And in the midst of a constantly evolving career, Francisco Soto feels a strong pull to help others find their footing in the art world. At some point I was moved so deeply in one piece of art, I cannot even remember, but once, once you become an artist, it's because at some point in your life, art really knocked your socks off. So I think it's my duty to kind of give back to the well and say, well, I took from the well, now it's my opportunity to give back. That's it for Faculty 101. Thanks to Francisco Soto. 
In the show notes, we link to his website where you can see Professor Soto's work, including images from A Memory in Peril and Poetics of Recognition. Next time on the podcast, what helps children succeed in school? We want the best kind of information to go in and say, we know this, we know this works. We know there's going to be an effective outcome. Lisa Kanoki is trying to find the answers. Faculty 101 is produced by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. You know what makes my life easy when I'm in the studio grinding? Podcast. I listen to anything and everything.